Rock, the musical, lands in Newcastle July 18th. Get ready to stick it to the man with the ultimate musical thrill ride based on the legendary film and with a rockin' new score from Andrew Lloyd Webber. School of Rock, the musical. Book now. Live at the Civic Theatre, Newcastle, 18th and the 20th of July. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Well, tonight we well and truly pose the question, which head are you thinking with? <laughs> Luke Skews tonight is going to dive into what happens when we get all up in our head when we're having a sexual experience instead of dropping into our bodies where all the pleasure is. And Gabrielle Laurie will be talking about that old chestnut body image and how we can overthink how our partner sees us and focus on our cellulite, our tummies, you know, all of that stuff we've never been kicked out of bed for. So tonight is a little bit of a psychology session. Everybody strap in. I'm Louise Wilkinson and you're listening to After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Now, if you have fallen down the vortex that is TikTok, as I am wont to do on occasion, you will have seen some reels that encourage you to get out of your head, that you are way too much into your head and you need to trust your body a little bit more, both in life in general, but also sexually. And I wondered how one actually does that. Well, there's no one else that I could possibly ask this question to that would have the best answer possible for me than Luke Skews. Luke, welcome back to After Dark. Thank you so much, Louise. Uh, sometimes I wish that our listeners could listen to our conversation before the recording as like a behind the scenes like episode. Look, we we probably should, but we might get thrown off because geez, we get into some hairy topics before. We're either going to get we're either going to get thrown off or we'll explode. Absolutely. <laughs> or they'll explode listening. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Let's stay on task. So, <laughs> okay, so when someone says, okay, you're way too much in your head, I mean, we think about everything. So what does it mean when that phrase is thrown around and how does one get into their body and listening to their body? Sure. So I guess to explain you know, being in your head is valuable at times. Um, and this is why it trips us up because our head and our brain is just a massive computer. It's a data mm. collection system that works on past evidence. Yes. And, you know, what's its experience before. It also has the ability to catastrophize and also problem solve into the future. Now, part of um, your subconscious mind one of the traps is your subconscious mind can't tell the difference between a really vivid visualization mm -hmm. and a memory. Yeah. So 
what gets us trapped up sometimes is that if we get into our head and we get so visual and we get so detailed in like what could be, what might be happening. And, you know, what if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? Is that our sometimes our brain can accept that as fact and it fucks up our reality. Right. Okay. And the thing is, I've been actually doing some um, some research on that very topic and they reckon 95% of our reality is created in our subconscious. There's only mm. a very small percentage of our brain that actually operates consciously. And I guess that's sort of what you try to do with your business model is make people more aware of the subconscious patterns that could mm. be fucking them up. Yeah, 100%. Mm. And you can imagine, maybe you might be able to imagine more after this sentence about how this affects your sex life and your relationships. For example, if you're the the secret, did you remember the secret, Oprah? Yeah, and all that? I remember. You yeah. know, like. What you, what you can visualize, you can create, you know, what you can create, you can make, like all of that sort of stuff. It, it's really great when you're using it as like positive manifestation skills, but it can really hamstring you when it comes to sex. Mm. And we've talked about it in other episodes about like, oh, my God, I'm not sure if I'm going to come. Mm, I don't think I haven't come last time it was like this. Oh, what if I don't come? Oh, they're going to think something about me. And then you all of a sudden manifest the thing that you're that you're fearing. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying as well. And and I guess past experiences that come back to visit you, you know, in a moment, say, for example, if you're a, a male who has, you know, had someone promise they were on birth control, weren't on birth control, there was a situation that happened because of that, you take that forward with you into your next sexual experiences because um, you're up in your head while the act is happening about – is she on the pill? She told me she was on the pill. Is she on the pill? I don't know. Should I stay here? Like, what should I do? And it, yeah, fucks up that experience that has nothing to do with the other one. Right. So the trick here is that your brain, your head, is so incredibly valuable when your job is to solve a problem, mm-hmm. when it is to find fault, when it is to, you know, find a solution. However, however, a lot of the time when it comes to relationships – and sex, we need to lead with our heart and lead with our body a little right. bit more, right? So all of those things that we've just been talking about, it's probably, you know, good enough evidence. I imagine everybody's listening and being like, yep, been there, totally. Yep. Yeah, Louise is pointing at herself. <laughs> oh, <all> Dobber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing at myself as well. Um, and when you think about when you can really get into your body, into your heart and lead with your heart and lead with your sensation. That's a different experience. How do we do it? How do we switch off that very annoying brain bit that likes to make everything a possible catastrophe or overthink it and kills off that sensuality, that connection, that embodied experience before it starts? Well, you answered your own question with one of your words is um, sensuality. Yeah. When it comes to even just relationships or sex, it to get out of your head, it comes down to sensuality, sensation. Yeah. And like, you know, you think about how do I get into my body? You need to activate your body. You need to consciously put thought into that body activation. This is why like um, the healing 
benefits of kink and BDSM has become so important in the last, say, 15 years is because that body sensation, the radical body sensation of kink and BDSM, impact play and all of these things, you can't help but be in your body when there's that much sensation happening. Yeah. So it comes down to whatever your form of your sexual archetype might be, it comes down to activating those senses in your body. It might be consciously breathing whilst you're relating Mm. or whilst you're in conflict. It might be consciously breathing whilst you're in intimacy. It might be activating your senses, whether it comes to like your bodily senses, like sight, smell, taste, touch. Um, And it might be like bringing different elements of touch into your sensation, even if you're just relating. Like I've, I've been working with some people that have just started like, touching or scratching yeah or patting or tapping tapping is a big thing um when it comes to just relating to get themselves into their body like conversations planning conflict these sorts of things yeah but when it comes to intimacy bringing those sensations into your body is a way for you to get out of your head because you you have to accept the sensation that's happening yeah okay i get it And I guess you would come up against this a fair bit when you're working with people on expanding their pleasure and and working on their pleasure that it does come back to this a fair bit, doesn't it? Uh, 100%. It comes back to this pretty much every time, (laughs) every single time. It comes down to slowing down, bringing sensation back into pleasure and intimacy and bringing some somatics back into pleasure and intimacy. Like, mm. for example, I had a couple this week and she said, oh, God, I'm, I'm still in my, that feels really good, but I'm still in my head. And I was like, cool, let's make that, let's make some somatics around that. Like, what's in your head? Um, you know, I can't, it, it's tickling. It makes me want to laugh. I was like, cool, laugh. Mm. Let's see how hard you can laugh. Laugh your ass off whilst we're doing this. See just how hard and just how much I can make you giggle and laugh. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to try and make you giggle and make you laugh as much as you possibly can. And then um, your partner's going to be able to do that as well. Yeah. Okay. Or it's like, oh, I'm so in my head. Um, I just, um, I don't know what to say. Okay, we'll get somatic about it. I want you to not say anything but I want you to try and direct me with your eyes or your elbows or your hands into what's going on. Mm. So again, you have to think about how you're using your body, what you're doing with your body. And you all of a sudden get out of like, oh my God, what's the worst thing that could happen right now into it being play and it being about your body. Yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. Uh, And you're right. Like it really was something to unpack because it is sort of, yeah, all over the socials. It's just in those short snack size bits, but it's uh, difficult to know exactly what that means and where to start. Tantra, if anybody wants um, like something to look deeper into this, the art of like couples Tantra is literally like really in its simplest form is getting into your body and out of your head. So there's lots of really, really simple practices that you can do as an individual or as a couple, simple tantra practices, which is a really good way to come into your body. 
Love it. Absolutely. So if you are struggling with this and you want to do some more research, but you, you feel like you need maybe a little bit of guidance, you can reach out to Luke on Instagram and he offers full coaching services to help you get out of your head, into your body and into the best sex that you've had in your life. We promise you that. Um, I'm not going to say money back guarantee, Luke, but um, look, you're pretty good at what you do. Oh my God, Louise, you're making me blush. <laughs> Stop it. Behave yourself. <laughs> never. I will never. Not once, not ever. You have a fantastic Tuesday night, my friend. That was Luke Skews. And you are listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live. We all know the brain is the biggest sex organ, so it's no wonder there's a fair bit of psychology behind our sexual practices. Our resident sex and relationships therapist, Gabrielle Laurie, helps us navigate our way around the bedroom or whichever room takes your fancy. What head are you thinking with on After Dark? I'm sure we've all had those moments where we're about to go to bed with our partner and we worry about our thighs or whether our butt looks good in our outfits. Negative body image can be a real issue for men and women alike. And here to chat about body image is Gabrielle Laurie, a sex and relationships therapist at the Thrive Wellness Hub, our regular relationships expert. Welcome back to the show, Gabrielle. Hi, Louise. It's great to be here. Okay, so negative body image. I'm sure we've all experienced it. Absolutely. It's, and I would say it's one of the, the most common issues stopping women being sexually responsive. Mm, okay, yeah. Makes sense because you're yeah. really worried about that. So my big question is, do they notice the cellulite? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys don't. Yep. Like, and and your partner that loves you, that's the last thing he notices. He's mm. he, you know, guys, they have body image issues, but it doesn't get in the way of their sexual desire or sexual functioning because the testosterone and all mm. the other um, hormones make them really, you know, sexually responsible, uh, responsive. Yeah. They're more visual, visually stimulated. Women are more turned on by. Uh, our brains. Mm. So if our brains are full of negative sex talk uh, or negative um, thoughts about our body, like Mm. we're too fat or we're taking too long to orgasm or um, we don't smell right or we don't look right or anything like that, Mm. we just won't, your body won't get turned on. Mm. So yeah, your partner, believe him when he says so many males partners with female partners are frustrated that no matter how often they say how beautiful or sexy or wonderful she looks tastes or smells she doesn't believe it Mm. so it's usually linked to um you know bullying in the playground or your parents from childhood if they had negative body image or if they were very fixated on being slim or perfect in some way in our own heads how do we how do we get over this issue how do we embrace who we are and believe our partners when they tell us we are sexy and beautiful? It really depends. It's it, it's a good idea to see a therapist because there could be some deeper issues at play. Mm-hmm. You could have um, sexual aversion disorder that could be caused by sexual abuse or sexual assault at some point. Yep. You could have 
um, inhibited sexual desire, which means you can't get turned on by your partner specifically, and that's for other reasons. So mm-hmm. you have to come, maybe get that looked at. But uh, generally a bit of sex education around how our bodies work. And you can do cognitive behavioural therapy with a therapist where you challenge these negative thoughts. If they're, if they're linked to more of a childhood wound and a deeper issue, uh, you might do resource therapy or get a trauma-informed therapist and look at that. Yeah. But there's things you can do like practice writing a gratitude journal, the things you love about yourself every yes. night. Practice mindfulness, so um, just breathing and being present during sex, not letting your mind, when it starts doing those negative thoughts that put you down, uh, just start focusing on how nice it is when your partner strokes your shoulder or kisses your neck or or those kind of things. Bring yourself back to the present moment mm. rather than getting lost in those thoughts. You could do Kegel exercises during sex. It's very hard to uh, be focusing on negative thoughts when you're ske- squeezing your vagina muscles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm uh, sure they wouldn't mind that either. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. It makes your orgasm stronger, everything like that. Yeah. Uh, it just depends what's going on underneath the surface. Yeah, okay. All right. And, I mean, it's a big, it is a big problem for women. Yes. Do you come across it in men as well? Like I said, men do have some body image issues, but they aren't faced with the amount of body scrutiny that women experience throughout mm. their whole lives. So uh, we've seen it in magazines. If a woman gets a slight bump, oh, she must be pregnant. or And then, you know, someone sensitive to this might say, oh, well, I can't ever be tiny bit, have a, a pot belly or anything like that, which is natural as we get older. We're meant to be curvy. Yeah. Uh, but... These images that uh, in the American media and Australian media are very harsh on women's bodies, whereas in Europe, um, women are less body conscious. There's not as much. There's more older women as the love interest and leads in movies. There's more curvaceous women. So they've got a lot of healthier image around women's bodies. And even Dustin Hoffman did a little uh, video clip on how sad he was to realise that he'd been brainwashed to only like stick-thin supermodels and he'd missed out on all these incredible women of all these different shapes and sizes who are just as sexy. Mm -hmm. And he only started learning that once he started watching European movies. Incredible. I do think Lizzo's gone a long way to uh, helping us embrace our, as I like to call it, uh, juicy too muchness. Um, Lizzo? Lizzo. Yeah, she's a um, American American songstress, and ah, she's quite big. Wow! And yeah, she's um, yeah, she brings it. <laughs> I've only been listening to the Wiggles because I've got <laughs> a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So I'll get back out there. I'll listen to some Lizzo. <laughs> I will send you a playlist. You will love it. Thank you. Yes, I think you should give it to your clients in terms of turning wow. their, their body image around. Because I'm telling you, yeah, every time I put this on, I feel like a goddess. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's what we need. Yes. More of that in movies, music, everywhere. Just Mm. our role models out there that are sexy women of all shapes and sizes. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer that in terms of being a woman that you don't really come into your own until you're that little bit older. Yeah. Through our teens and our 20s when we're what society tells us are the stick-thin supermodels. And I think we're still trying to work things out. I don't yeah. think we really come into our own as women until we're a little bit older. That's true. And that's when we really should be embracing who we are and loving that. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We uh, Hopefully, by the time we're, you know, I wish it would happen sooner though, mm. but when we are um, more mature women, definitely we need to start looking after our inner self-esteem and what's sexy to us and, and making up our own rules rather than listening to anything society says or just switch off Instagram or Facebook or magazines for a while or have a rest. Yes. <laughs> if it's getting you down. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so in terms of addressing this issue, your first advice would be to make sure that there's nothing deeper underlying issues and speak to a therapist about your body image issues yeah or I mean you could first just practice being kinder to yourself and 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 trying to change your negative Mm self-talk to and not listening to it and see if you can do that if you can't do that then see a therapist because there could be something underlying yeah okay excellent advice and Gabrielle, it's always informative to talk to you. I love having you on the show. And this is, I'm sure everyone took a lot out of this because we've all struggled with it at some point in time. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, thanks once again for your company on this Tuesday night, dear listener. I hope you got a lot out of it. Are you thinking too much and not dropping into your body? Well, let's put that on your to-do list for the weekend, shall we? My name's Louise Wilkinson, and you've been listening to After Dark. There are some things we just can't talk about during daylight hours. So our very own Louise Wilkinson has created After Dark. Every Tuesday evening from 6, we rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But fair warning, this is adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 6pm every Tuesday night. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.